Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Geographically. Geographically. This is cool. So I would say make sure that pretty face is shown. Yes, true. They're going to want to see that thing. They're going to want to see that thing, Alan. That face. You good? Ready? gentlemen welcome back to another very special as always episode of the hyperconscious podcast we hope you enjoyed our latest episode where alan and i were lucky enough to sit down with tiffany wells and go deep on her past and what she really hopes for her future that was a next level episode we're getting a lot of love for that and uh, we hope you enjoyed it ladies and gentlemen welcome back to small talks we're going to talk about the word overwhelm we are going to talk about the word overwhelm but before we do We want to tell you about the mailing list. I'm sure you've heard this. If you haven't, if you go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com and you click join our mailing list, you will get not one, not two, but three hyperconscious morning minutes in your mailbox, email mailbox, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to motivate you and start your day right. So what is the definition of overwhelm? So there's several definitions here. There always is. One of them is to overthrow. No. Which, that's like a war thing. Oh, right. Like Bunker Hill. Right. If you you... try to take my pizza, I would overwhelm you to death. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Uh, The first definition is to overcome completely in mind or feeling. Uh, To overpower or overcome, especially with superior forces, destroy, crush, again. Similar to the... Yeah, pizza. To load, heap, treat, or address with an overpowering or excessive amount of anything. So when you feel overwhelmed, you're being... overloaded with too much. Okay, and then the last one is to cover or bury beneath a mass of something as floodwaters, debris, or an avalanche. An avalanche is a good analogy. That is a good analogy. When you feel like you're, you know, being overwhelmed by too many things at once. So I think, obviously, in this episode, we're not going to be talking about weather or avalanches. I think we will be talking about overwhelm and what that means to you on your journey, what that means to us, because Alan and I, over the last two years since the inception of this podcast and obviously before when we were in our you know future our, our past lives our other lives other lives um i that's something that we've dealt with but i think that if you're trying to grow if you're trying to evolve and that's something i say all the time i think you can kind of expect to be overwhelmed i think a lot of times overwhelmed like if somebody will say i'm overwhelmed and that's looked at as a negative and I think it can be a negative. I think it can be a negative, but I think also sliding scale. 
Also sliding scale. Exactly. Also a sliding scale. Exactly. So for the listeners, what does that mean? <laughs> well, you've probably heard me say it before, but a sliding scale is like you're over. <laughs> Let it run. Let it run. Let it run. A We're powering scale, through, folks. A sliding scale in this case. Yeah, we've been talking for like five hours, <laughs> yeah. so it's been a long day already. We've been masterminding. We uh, we actually reached out to some guests. It's so it's been a whole day. It's been a We're great overwhelmed, day. you might say. We are overwhelmed, and that's why I am super giggly. But at at one point, you would be overwhelmed if you try to squat 135 pounds. Yes, and it was overwhelming. Yeah, even just being in the gym. Yeah, right. and and that's the thing. I think if you always avoid overwhelm, I think there's a fine line, right? You could get under a weight. If you got under 500 pounds right now, it would crush you to death. Yes. But if you got under 275 pounds, you'd be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. So I think that if you find yourself being overwhelmed to the point where you're not able to do anything, where you're not able to be productive, where you're not able to get a mindset um, reset, where, you, where you're not able to get anything done, then you've gone too far. Yeah. You've gone too far into overwhelm. But I think there is a spot where you can live and you can learn. I couldn't agree more. So this is the thing. Like, okay, let's say there's too much overwhelm and then there's also too little because that's your comfort zone. Yeah. So I often say this to people, which is I always have more on my plate than I can handle. And if I have way too much on my plate, like let's say my plate was 150% full. I think that's too much. Mm. Because Kevin and I often talk about leveling up and then leveling out and then leveling up and then leveling out. In other words, you kind of have to be in over your head a little bit because that will force you to grow, but not too much to where you're drowning. So a good example of that, if you were listening to us when we spent 30 days in Florida, Mm. we were probably two weeks in and that was the point where we were like, ah, this is too much. Exactly. not Not only did we miss, and you know, I was fine with this, missing the holidays, that didn't really bother me, but... Just being away from home for 30 days, that was the longest I've ever been away from home. Yeah, it was too much. It was, it was a lot. We yeah. were learning, we were podcasting, we were building the website. There were so many things that we were doing that we had never done before. And that's another thing about getting overwhelmed. If you're doing five things that you have never done before, you haven't built into your life as habits yet, you're going to be overwhelmed. That's something that, if you're a client of mine, you know this. When you get very overwhelmed and everything feels like it's burning down, I always say go back to basics. Mm. Go back to basics. Go back to the things that got you here in the first place. Go back to the top three priorities that you're really focused on. Because a lot of people, and myself included, if I get too overwhelmed, I shut down. Yep. I put my phone away, I, and I go and I seek comfort. Yep. And I think a lot of people do that. And the problem is, if you're always overwhelmed and you're always seeking comfort, you're never going to come up with you know, the right way to get over that. You're, you're never going to come up with a fix. You're always going to seek that comfort out. So what, what do you do when you get overwhelmed? Because I know you and I are, are different on that. So I, the first thing I want to say is that what the amount that overwhelms me now versus in the past is way higher. Sliding scale. Exa- yeah, sliding That's scale. That's what I was trying to explain with a sliding scale, but I was laughing hysterically. <laughs> so Tony Robbins has a quote where he says, the quality of your life will ultimately be determined by the amount of uncertainty you can handle at any given time. What I mean by that is, similar to the analogy in the gym, if I were to squat 500 pounds right now, it would potentially kill me, whereas I could actually squat like 275. Now, 275 for me is a lot of weight, and that will force me to grow for sure, Um, and it's definitely challenging, but it's not so overwhelming that I'm going to get injured. 
So I think the fitness analogy is perfect here. Whereas if I squatted just 135 and I stayed there, I'm not going to have as much growth because that's a comfort zone for me. That's like a warm-up set. So for you, if you're out there, how much can you handle emotionally and mentally and physically in terms of uncertainty and different variables? So, And it's always going to change based on the given arena. I'll give you an example. When you first started driving a car, it was probably incredibly overwhelming. You got to have 10 and, 10 and 2 with your hands, and you got to look in the rearview mirror while also looking out front. Oh my God, there's a biker, and there's crosswalks, and there's red lights, and there's a brake and a pedal, and God forbid you have a standard. It was overwhelming as hell. But the more you practiced it, the less overwhelming that same task became. Picture going after your goals and dreams as similar to that. It's like driving a car. At first, it's really, really hard. But once you get used to it, it becomes easier and easier through constant repetition. Now, here's the difference between the car analogy and life. The car doesn't change. Whereas in life, when you're headed towards your goals, Kevin and I, one of my biggest intentions on this episode, and I'll be quick here, is I wanted to make it clear that when you're succeeding, you actually get rewarded with bigger challenges. And we've talked about this in the past, but I really want to make this as clear as I can. What's a good example where we took massive act? We had a, a a problem. Okay, I'll give you an example. When we didn't have enough guests, then we took massive action, started prospecting a ton more, and then now, how do we handle all of these guests? So when you're succeeding, I think one of the main reasons why people pull back when they're gaining momentum is because momentum creates bigger challenges. Here's an example. I have a client who um, is trying to be a coach, and she's prospecting two times per day, every day. And so that's 14 per week, and we're, we're tracking it. And so she's up to, I think, 52 prospecting messages. Now, the better she gets at prospecting, the more messages come back, and therefore she sometimes will get overwhelmed, potentially, with messages in her inbox. So... Another example is if you're on Instagram and you're adding massive value, like our friend Catherine, we've seen her DMs. Oh, yeah. So imagine she's succeeding because she's helping so many people that they're all reaching out and she gets overwhelmed because it's so many people to answer. So what I want everyone to know is that the more you work hard towards a specific goal, when you're winning, you're actually going to get more challenge, not less. So for the listeners, I think that was a lot of good examples, and I want to help create an example for you. I think that one of the best ways to... I think it's hard to avoid overwhelm because you usually don't know you're overwhelmed until... It's like water. You don't know you're in over your head until your feet don't touch the ground anymore, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm in over my head here. Yeah. I have to figure out what's going on. So for you, I think once you feel like you're overwhelmed, then you're like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know why I'm doing this, like is there a certain order I need to do this in? Create a list. We've talked about this before, the system of success. Yep. Right? What are the what are the ten things, what are the twelve things that I have to get done every day? And if you're just starting your journey, maybe that's five. Maybe that's three things. Right. Start small and work your way up. That's fine. That's a good way to avoid getting overwhelmed. You if you're underwhelmed at the beginning, that's fine. Add more to your plate. That's fine. It's not it's not the end of the world. Mm. But for me, I felt a little bit overwhelmed the last couple of weeks because you you know how it is. It's it's I'm very responsive to my clients. Mm-hmm. I I, tech, I will text with my clients all day if that's what they need in that given day. That's very important to me. It's unbelievably important to me. I'll stay up late and talk to them. It's very important to me. But 
the caveat of that is that's something that I have to level up to. Mm. That's something that it's easy to get overwhelmed when you're working on. I uploaded three YouTube videos today. I tried to get four done. Now, I haven't been checking in with my system. So yeah. I feel overwhelmed because I feel like I'm doing a lot of work and not getting much done. When in reality, I'm actually getting everything done that I intended on. Yeah, but if you don't check in, then maybe your know? perception. Yeah. So that's an interesting thing. Oh. My goodness, that went by fast. That was the fastest ever. Right? Um, Kev, let's let's me. be vulnerable because that's always your intention on sure. this podcast. At one point not long ago, Kevin came to me and he said, I really need to get more clients. I love coaching. I want to get more clients. I want to help more people. Like, how do I do that? And we created a system to help you get more clients. And you implemented it very well. And now you have a bunch more clients. And then this is a perfect example of when you're succeeding, you will actually be, be faced with more challenge, not less. Now you have to figure out how to handle all these clients. Yeah, I think that th that was an interesting thing because... One thing, you and I are both involved in fitness. We know how the fitness industry goes. Mm -hmm. People will say, well, how do these next-level coaches, how do these next-level influencers have so many clients? They don't. They have a cookie-cutter program that they send people. Exactly. And you and I are not that way. Yeah. I, you, cannot, you cannot have a mindset cookie-cutter program. It doesn't work. Right. It doesn't work. Different things make you anxious. Different things, you have different goals, right? So with us and I'll speak about myself specifically, you always have to go back to that question of, well, what do I have to become in order to be the best coach? I have to become an unbelievably um, quality communicator. Yep. I, have to, I have to communicate my point you know, very well, and I have to make sure that I'm understood, and I also have to do a great job of understanding. Yep. The overwhelm lies in the fact that I know I have to get better in order to continue doing this and get better at it and grow and, and scale and continue doing it. So... I think the overwhelm for me is it's a positive thing, like you said. Don't forget how bad you wanted it before you had it all. Use the perspective of the fact that you, I didn't have this before. Of course I'm overwhelmed, but sometimes it's good to be overwhelmed because that means you're doing it. It could mean you're doing something right. It could exactly. mean you're doing something wrong too, but figure out what kind of overwhelm it is. Like pressure. Some people might say, oh, pressure's a bad thing. Is it? Depends. Depends, right. right. And it's the same with overwhelm. It's the same with stress. It's the same with... It's the same with a lot of things. Comfort. Some comfort's good. Some comfort's bad. Yeah. That's... So, I think you can always either lower the target. Like, for example, at one point, I only had one client. Yeah. Now I have way more than that. And for a little while there, I was very overwhelmed with how many clients I had. But I knew that it was going to force me to get more disciplined and more focused on what matters more. So, for example, it's a lot easier to handle one client than it is seven. But in order to handle seven clients, I have to get that much better at what I do. Yeah, seven so, times better. Right, so exactly. And, and how do you do that? You can find unique ways to add more value in less time. You, can, you have to become an even better communicator because you're not able to text all day every day. So you can either, I could have either lowered the target and said, okay, I'm only going to ever do one client or three clients or five clients or whatever it is, or I can force myself to grow. That choice is really mine. It's up to me. It's up to you. If you're out there right now and you feel overwhelmed by something, you're probably on one of two extremes. I'll be honest. And I'll, I'll be honest about the extreme that I'm on. I try to brute force everything. I try to just do it all. And 
usually I grow, but I end up um, getting very overwhelmed to the point where, uh, like a breaking point where I crash and burn. Maybe I lose my temper or I get overly frustrated or something like that. Whereas some people pull back too quick. Instead of like, oh, okay, I can't handle four clients. You can either lower the target and get rid of the overwhelm, or you can keep the target where it is and figure out a way to get better. Those are your two options. You need to know when to lower the target and when not to and when to grow. So just two quick things before we get out of here and let you guys go. Number one, speaking of myself specifically, I haven't always been as good at dealing with overwhelm as I am now. Mm. Like when we went to Florida, that was a lot of overwhelm. I couldn't have handled that a year ago. Right. So I want you guys to know that don't don't expect to just jump into the deepest deep the deepest deep. <laughs> the deepest depths right off the bat because you might you might feel like you're drowning and then you might have a negative association and not want to be overwhelmed again. Exactly. So I would rather you undershoot at the beginning. I would rather you underwhelm your schedule and work your way up into an ideal point rather than overwhelm yourself to the point where you say, you know what, I don't think I can do this anymore. So that's the first point. Um, The second point is if you connect why you're doing it, why are you willing to face the overwhelm? So just for an example, my clients, a couple of them are going through different things. One wants to be a personal trainer and one or two are actually doing real estate. Now, one of the things I said to them is, look, the next X amount of time is going to suck. Mm-hmm. Because you have to do your normal life, but you also have to do this other thing that you're really trying to focus and grow on. You're most likely going to be overwhelmed. Yeah. But remember why you're overwhelmed. Yeah. Because you're overwhelmed in the in the present, so you don't have to be as much in the future. And because you're working towards something you really want. Yeah. And a better future. Yeah. You can be over, you're going to be overwhelmed in life anyway. If you're going to a job you don't like and you're overworked and underpaid, you're probably overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So why not? Maybe take on a little bit more of that, but in your own time, in your own space, with your own freedom, and then try to work your way to a life that you want. That's that's what we're so passionate about. So that's why it's easier for us to deal with the overwhelm, because we chose it. We chose this overwhelm, and we're crawling through this shit every day. Yeah, and you're definitely going to be more able to handle overwhelm when you're doing it for your own dreams and your own goals and the people you love and you, your why power is stronger. The last thing I want to say is diamonds are created by pressure, but... I don't want you to put yourself under so much pressure that you're not taking action. So figure out where your sweet spot is and make sure you're leveling up in your ability to handle overwhelm. I'll give you one quick example and then we'll, and then we'll go because we're way over time here. Always, always. Um, I have, my clients kind of know this. When they're succeeding, I'm very happy, but the next time we get on a call, I always dump a little bit more on them. In other words, I have their 12 priorities, their goals and dreams, very crystally clear. Crystally clear. Right. Can you make it up words? Yeah, crystally clear. Um, and so usually when they executed and had an awesome week, guess what I do? Okay, well, let's touch base on your dreams. Where are we with this thing? Where are we with this thing? So, for example, with that client who's prospecting twice a day, if she hit 14, what am I going to do? 16. Exactly. If she didn't hit 14, what am I going to do? Either, what was it, 14 originally? Yeah. Either 14 again or maybe 12. Oh, exactly. Okay, so when you're winning... That's the time to actually dump more on your plate to keep that momentum going. When you're losing, you're going to want to try to grow into the goal. So raise the target as soon as you're winning because that's going to force more growth. But when you're losing, don't 
beat yourself up. Just keep working at it. Be patient, but also persistent and try to figure out how to hit that target. And as always, if you are overwhelmed and you're looking for clarity, reach out to Alan or myself. We're more than more than happy and willing and grateful to help you guys. It's awesome that you guys trust us enough to um, reach out with your deepest, darkest things. So we appreciate that more than anything. We Very hope- much. Drizzy. Drizzy. We, oh, I was going to say you could polish a turd, but it's still a turd, but I was going to throw that into your diamond reference. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, up next, we are doing a Scratching the Surface episode on recreation. So this kind of came up because when we sat down with Mark Metry, he's, he was talking about version 1.0 versus version 2.0. And I think that if you look back on your life, you always have a chance to evolve. You always have a chance to become a new version of yourself and recreate yourself. And I also think that goes hand in hand with your identity. I watched a really good TED Talk that we'll talk about that next episode, but I think it's a really good thing to piggyback on overwhelm because sometimes when you're overwhelmed, it's because you're recreating yourself. I couldn't agree more. Transformation and recreation go hand in hand. I can't wait for this episode and I will talk to you over there. We will. We we will. <laughs> That's right. It's we. That's right. Talk to you soon. Drizzy. <laughs> Bye. Talk to you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five-star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.